Warning, the following episode contains spoilers and foul language. User discretion advised. On today's episode, we watch 2013's Fast and Furious 6. And 2007's The Signal. So it's time to ride or die. Grab a slut and pee in her butt. And enjoy the show. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another great edition of the Movies from A to B podcast, better known as the MFAB podcast. As always, I am Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And once again, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I so wanted to make fun of you, like, going into that, because you didn't know what to say. No, I I never do. It's literally (laughs) on the spot, people. These openings are on the spot. I was waiting for you to say something similar to the last episodes, and I was just going to repeat it and be like, oh, yeah, way to go. Pure gold. Pure gold. (laughs) So, on today's episode, this is episode 16. 16? No, it's not. Yes, yes, it is. is. It is 16. Since it's episode 16, we're going to go back and visit one of my favorite franchises with Fast and Furious 6. Wasn't it originally like Furious 6? It was originally Furious 6, yeah, and the TV spot during the Super Bowl came out as Furious 6, but that's... The movie itself says Fast and Furious 6. So. I think should, they should have gone with that. Because they did Fast 5. Fast 5. And then Furious, Furious 6. six and then... Furious 7. And then they're going to do Fast 8. I think. Probably. Probably. I don't yeah. it. It's The running out of ideas. Yeah, they are. But they got Maybe. until 10, right? Yeah, they have until 10. So. As of now. Resurrect Paul Walker for the 10th one. Oh, God. <laughs> Hologram Paul Walker. Oh, yeah. Totally. But, uh... Anything to say before we get started on this? Uh, yeah, it's action-packed. Let's it go. It's it's literally, it's fast and it's furious. It's, it's a movie. It's a movie, yeah. <laughs> so, this one kind of picks up sort of where we left off in Fast Five. Uh, everybody took their money and they went into hiding. Um, we open up on Brian and Dom racing. Which- on- I thought this was going to be like a direct pickup from Fast Five because it ends with them going on a race. Right. And then this starts with them racing. Yeah. But it's actually like... I think it is at yeah. first. But, well, it is. They're totally racing. They're on this somehow abandoned road in Spain. Yeah. Cause they're just flying around corners of this mountain. How they don't die, I don't get it. Wherever they go, abandoned roads exist. Yep. They come <laughs> roaring through this village. Um, they come up to this little hospital. Yeah, it's a hospital. Yeah, it's just a little Spanish hospital. Um, Brian goes walking in, and they're like, "Oh, hurry, hurry! It's almost time." Um, Mia's having a baby. Finally, yeah. We just learned about the um, past so. Funny thing, before right before he goes in, uh, Dom Vin Diesel's character. Oh fuck, we never said what year this was from either. It's 2013. Yeah, it's everybody 2013. knows that. Yeah, 2013. Whatever. Even by, I by Justin. Lin. Everybody from the original comes back. Never mind. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, sidetrack. Right before Brian goes in, Dom looks at him and says, Hey, Brian, so you know, the second you go in there, everything changes. And I'm like, everything changes. Sure. Yeah. If everything changed, we wouldn't be having a fucking movie, Dom, okay? Yeah. Let's be real here. Let's be real. not going to be pulling any hoist anymore. Nope. So, Brian goes in the room, and then we come into our opening credits. Um, and it's basically a catch-up of every movie up to this. Yeah, it's just a massive montage of yeah. all scenes from all the movies. Which is kind of well, irritating because you shouldn't have put the Tokyo Drift one in there, because that hasn't happened yet chronologically. And I was just going to mention that, because I was wondering if there were any Tokyo Drift ones. 
because I, I thought there was. I haven't seen Tokyo Drift or four. Okay, so I mean this this one ties into F- Fast and Furious four more than it does and the five. fifth one. I mean, it way more than it does the fifth one. Though. I mean, there's characters from the fifth one. So yeah, there's characters from the fifth one, but the story intertwines with the fourth one more. Yeah, which I had no idea going in, so I'm, I was kind of screwed a little. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but then after that opening credits, we cut to Moscow, Russia. And we cue The Rock, Agent Hobbs. And just his... call him The Rock. Rock. I'm just, yeah. just let him know who the character is, okay? Yes, yes. we all know who The Rock is. Yes. Okay. We all know. Um, and The Rock has a new bitch, since Elena kind of left him in Rio. Yeah, to be with Ben. This character's name is Riley, played by former UFC fighter Gina Carano. Um, kind of dead-faced, if you ask me. She doesn't really... Yeah... She was, I mean, she's kind of cute, though. So. Yeah, yeah, she's hot. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, just range Emotion-wise? Emotion-wise. Yeah. Um, but but you can't expect fighters to be good actors. That's why wrestling sucks. <laughs> I just made so you many enemies. You will debate that on another day, sir. <laughs> I just okay. made so many enemies. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, Matt, if you're listening out there, you can punch Gavin next time you see him. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Russian military convoy had been attacked on this bridge, um... It just uh, kind of pretty much utter destruction on this bridge, and a car ended up in the side of a building. Yeah, they don't show any of it, but no, they don't. But some shit went down. Yeah, it's like it's like a, a Fast and Furious movie took place here. Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. And uh, they say they capture one of the guys, and they go to interrogate him, and as uh, oh. the rock goes in the room, it's a white T-shirt and a bald head. It's discount Vin Diesel right here. <laughs> this is like dime store Vin Diesel. Yeah. But it's not Dom. It's this Russian dude, um, or I'm assuming he's Russian. Um, Hobbs interrogates this guy by basically beating the living piss out of him yeah. and throwing him against walls. Like this guy's the same size as The Rock, and he literally picks him up and just throws him across the room like yeah. a sack of potatoes. They, it's pretty fucking brutal. It is pretty fucking brutal. It's even worse though is the cops that are like, "Oh, who's gonna tell him to stop?" Well, yeah, it's they're a like, "Job." <laughs> This is a prisoner in custody. You don't let him die. <laughs> yeah. But from what they find out, they uh, need to go after this bad guy, Shaw. Owen Shaw. Um, Owen Shaw, we'll find out, played by Luke Evans. Um, I think he was in the Dracula movie recently, this last couple uh, of years. Yeah, I think that's who that was. I could be wrong, though. He looks like that guy. Kevin okay, wants to research that a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, um, what's his name? Luke Evans. So... Meanwhile, the rack kind of sets off and finds Dom in Spain. Um, wants his help. Now, it fits. Dracula Untold, he played the lad. That's what I thought. So, the rack finds Dom, and he's like, oh, just super easy, apparently. This is what 100 million get you? And he's like, it wasn't hiding. I'm like, <laughs> Why is it so easy to find him right now when you could have found yeah. him immediately after that? At they, the end of yeah. Fast Five, you're all like, where is Toretto? Yeah. But now you can find him instantly when you need his help. Um, basically needs his help because he gives Dom this dossier showing him that, oh, who's part of this uh, Shaw's team? Letty. Yep. Letty, who we thought was dead after the fourth one. And oh, we picked up wasn't dead at the end of the fifth one. Exactly. So Dom like, is like, what the fuck is this? There's no way. Um, he goes and shows Brian. Brian's all pissed. He's like, yeah. no, I used to do this. Yeah, I was a cop. I used to do this all the time to fuck with people you know? right so then they're like no we gotta do this you know 
We're family. Family. <laughs> we got to do this. Family. So it's all get the get the team together montage. Yeah. yeah. Kind of call up everybody across the globe what they're doing. Um. Yeah, they had the whole crew getting calls. Yeah, like uh, Han and Giselle were in Japan somewhere. Yeah, they're in Tokyo. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Roman Tyrese was flying on a plane somewhere. With a bunch of bitches. With a bunch of bitches. He was going to go to a casino, and he got the call, and he's like, yes, yeah, so we're going to have to turn this around. But that casino is telling you about, I got vouchers. I got vouchers. You're a millionaire. Right. He's Give him a grand each or something. Yeah. Anyways, they get together in London, um, and Hobbs, the Rock, kind of tells him that Shaw's stealing all these parts. He's going to probably build this huge bomb. A tech bomb is what they call it. Yeah. Which Once would he... shut down a city, essentially, for like a day or two. Yeah, and then loss of lives would be... You know, well, just imagine if all tech shut down. Yeah, it'd be crazy. chaos. Um, People couldn't listen to our podcast. They'd be... Foaming at the mouth, it'd be horrible. So terrible. There'd be riots in the streets. I can see it happening. That's all oh, I'm saying. Man. Get prepared, people. Yeah. Get prepared. Um, Hobbs kind of lays out, The Rock kind of lays out what needs to happen. we got to stop him. And Brian is like, we'll do this, but we want full pardons all the way around. Because they're still wanted criminals. Yeah, they're all criminals still. And he tells him, we'll do this, but we want every all of our crimes pardoned. We can be free. We can return home. And Dom just kind of comes up. He's like, that's the deal. Take it or leave it. And he just kind of laughed because he sounds so dumb. But uh, The Rock's got kind of no choice. So. He's a big dumb chimp. Yep. Next scene, there's a stakeout at uh, this hideout in the middle of fucking London, it seems like. I was just, uh... Oh, yeah. Okay, go on. Yeah. There's this like kind of construction site. This is where they're sending the dude they caught back. Yep, they're sending Discount Dom in. Discount Dom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it's a raid. They're waiting for Shaw to come out. Um, but since every cop's there, his team is over at Interpol taking out some shit. And Yeah, taking out some shit. Taking out some shit. I forget what they say that he wanted. but uh, Just another piece of the tech bomb or something. SWAT teams, yeah. SWAT teams head in. Um, and meanwhile, Brian's team is like, wait a minute, there's something's going on over at Interpol. So they, Interpol, whatever. Yeah. They take off, go over there, and Shaw has this souped up fucking Indy car. Awesome supercar. Yeah. Which somehow drifts sideways. Yeah. It, no, way. it doesn't drift. It literally moves laterally. Like, yeah, he turns it, the wheels and it just slides to yeah, the left, it slides to the right. It suddenly is drifting automatically. Like, oh, by itself, it drifts. It's so fucking Without cool. Without turning, it drifts. <laughs> It's like it's like an indie car, but just it's got a fucking ramp on it, and they just, he leaves and blows up everything. Yeah, it's got all kinds of like fucking hydraulics and shit yeah. to make it super stable and fucking low to the ground. Yeah, like it's just an amazing supercar. I want one. Yeah, I was really I was super <laughs> I happy when I saw this. I was like, yeah. I like whatever's happening here. <laughs> um, he escapes and they start chasing after him. Dom and Hobbs start chasing after him, which I was really disappointed that Hobbs didn't get another one of his badass cars from fast five he just had some old army truck but did you realize that he is like the fucking tank in their group now <laughs> yeah essentially yeah, yeah like whatever he's driving it's not to go fast it's just a smash it's, just a smash. <laughs> yeah. it's like you guys keep eyes on him and when you slow him down enough move over and i'll hurt him. yeah um oh so. didn't we say they uh blew up discount bin 
Oh, yeah. He got blown up, yeah. Discount Diesel dies. Yeah, he's dead. Whatever. This hey, car he was is, a very important character. This car has literally taken out cops left and right. Yeah. Um, Brian and co. reach the Interpol. There's a shootout there with some big-ass fucking gun. Um, there's another one of these Indy cars driven by one of Shaw's teams. Um, they start chasing after him. They shoot, like, these little hockey puck looking Yeah, they things. pull out the chip gun. That's what they call it. Okay. And they're like these magnetic uh, chips that yep. hook onto the metal of the car and then overtake the computer system. And they end up crashing Roman and Tej's car. But Brian, because he's a badass super driver. Yeah, super pimp spy <laughs> boss just <laughs> runs by this like concrete barricade and knocks his off right at the last second before they can jam it. It's um, ridiculous. But he ends up crashing anyway, right? Yeah, they flip. His yeah. Car. Oh yeah. Well, they yeah they two chases meet together. Yeah. At this fucking roundabout, Brian ends up crashing. Um, Dom and Hobbs kind of sandwich Shaw, uh, and then Letty shows up. And when did Rock jump onto the supercar? Um, coming up yeah, after this, okay. I think. Yeah. Well, I have. No, that was in another. Yeah, yeah. No, that was in this chase because I yeah, have Brian manages to knock Jeff off. They flip Brian's car, and then Rock jumps on a supercar. Yeah, like Superman flies on him like flying squirrel. Yeah, like, not the first Superman jump in this movie. Um, Dom yeah. is totally ingrained in chasing Letty at this time. Yeah. He kind of spins her out. He gets out. He's going to go say something to her. She gets out, fucking shoots him. <laughs> just blasts him. Shoots him right in the arm, and she fucking takes off. Yeah. And then uh, we just kind of go to a regroup scene. Um, Dom is bandaging himself because he's a tough guy. Yeah. Okay, at this point, he's working with, like, the government and yeah. fucking has all this money and fucking expenses and fucking mm-hmm. team and all this shit, yet he pulls a bullet out of his own fucking Oh, yeah, because, you know, who's going to, nobody, the only one to do that that would, he would let take out would probably be Letty. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Brian comes over to talk to him, and what Dom's like, you don't turn your back on family. Family. <laughs> And then they, you see the, the whole crew that Shaw has. It's a, literally a mirror image of Brian and Dom's crew. Yeah, I call them, I, I literally wrote them down as the B crew. Yeah. Because it's the same Roman, crew, except. Roman even points out at one point, too, which is funny. Um, but then we learn that Letty has amnesia. She doesn't remember Dom. She doesn't remember anything prior from her past life. Um, Fucked up. So, yeah. At this point. They're kind of talking about this supercar that Shaw had. They need to find the guy who made this car. Um, oh, this is when they go to the grappling hook, dude. Yeah. But uh, first first off, Tej and Hobbs, Tej and The Rock, go to this car auction. And this is kind of, we flip back and forth here. But they oh. go there and they instantly get profiled. Yeah. But just The main dude comes up and he's like... Douchey dick guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, you guys aren't... Kitchen help is in the back. Yeah, you can come through, through the back door. Yeah. So your clothes say well, these are standard, like everyday wear or whatever. Yeah. You, were, uh, you don't have a posse or an entourage. You <laughs> yeah. don't have swagger. <laughs> Just owns their ass, but then they get they get back at him in a little bit. Yeah. But then we go back to this mechanic shop. Uh, Giselle and Riley go there with uh, Han and Roman. Um, at this point, you realize Han is always eating something. Yeah, he always has a bag of something. It, I don't know what it is. I'm a, to Chef, me, the things like, are like corn nuts because they're, they're little tiny things, yeah. tiny things. Yeah. Um, Riley and Giselle go and talk Horse to this guy. Sorry. Yeah. 
Riley literally twists this guy's arm. Yeah, she kind of kicks the shit out of him, like, right off <laughs> yeah. the Yeah. <laughs> um, so let me go back to Tej and the Rock. He buys, like, six fucking cars. Yeah, buys them all. But pretty much buys them all. And then uh, this pompous ass of a dealer that was profiling them gets put in his fucking place. They're, like, <laughs> basically like, oh, yeah, we want your fucking clothes and your watch. Yeah. And he's like, absolutely, sir. And just kind of <laughs> walks out in his boxers, just all, you know, high and mighty still. He's like, yeah, the rock here wants your shirt. It's like, well, I don't think it'll fit him. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it'll fit. It'll fit. <laughs> um. While uh, while this mechanic is talking with Riley and Giselle, he's kind of secretly calling Shaw's dudes. So they kind of get the message and they kind of head over there. Yeah. Dom, Letty and the B crew shows up, right? Yeah, shortly after. But Dom and Brian are going to visit this pawn shop to uh, find out where Letty got the gun that shot Dom because it's super unique and special. Because there aren't many guns in yeah. London. Yeah, that, there really isn't. No, no. I mean, not registered or legal anyways. Yeah. So Letty and Backup arrive at the mechanic shop. Um, there's a small shootout. Riley goes after Letty. And then Han and Roman chase uh, this Asian dude. Oh, yeah, B-Crew Han. Yeah, B-Crew Han. <laughs> <laughs> They're, you know, token Asian guy. Yep. The mechanic guy is dying, and Giselle's like, stay with me. You know, you need to tell me where where this car came from. And all he says before he dies is, is the word Braga. I know Gavin doesn't know this. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell that meant. If you're paying attention to any of the movies before this, you know what that means. And uh, we'll obviously get around to that. But when when I hear it, I'm like, oh, shit, no way. Anyways, Riley and Letty are having a nice fight in the subway. Um, the Asian guy. Oh, yeah, there was a really nice stairfall. Yeah. <clears throat> Where, I don't uh, think both didn't get unconscious after that. I yeah, know. Letty and I think Riley fucking go tumbling down. It was hardcore. Yeah. Uh, Han and Roman kind of take this Asian guy into the, the subway, too, and uh, the Asian guy takes out some cops, and then Han and Roman show up, and you're like, oh, sweet, we're going to see Han and this other Asian dude have some awesome karate fighting. This dude just kicks Han and Roman's ass. Yeah, he murders, well, first he kills three, or kicks the shit out of three cops. Yeah, and then just wastes fucking Han and Roman. Yeah. They just get their asses whooped. Yeah. And like, This is a real Asian. Yeah. <laughs> Letty escapes on the subway, so once again, everybody gets away. Um, but one of Shaw's guys dies. Uh, Ivory. This, uh, you, you, you barely see it, but he, yeah. he gets shot and he dies. Um, so when Letty goes back, he's like, oh, we lost Ivory. And he's like, oh, if he was weak, oh, yeah. he wouldn't. If he wasn't weak, he wouldn't have got shot. Whatever, let's keep going. So when we go back, the team regroups and Giselle says what the mechanic said. Um, instantly, Giselle knew, Brian knew, and Dom knew what Braga meant. Braga, if you remember, was the bad guy from Fast and Furious 4. Brian put him in jail, and now he's like, well, I gotta visit this guy, because I gotta see what the hell he needs, what he's doing with Shaw. Um, the only problem is, he's in jail in the United States. Yeah. Where they, they can't, can't go. go. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of figuring that out. The Rock goes to visit the uh, closed caption TV, CCTV yeah. in London, because there's like a camera on every fucking street corner. Yeah, you can't pick a booger without someone seeing it. What's <laughs> on um, He goes there. He says, "Yo, sh- can you show me the traffic cams from this time or whatever?" And he's like, "Oh, they were being maintenance." Yeah, for maintenance. And there's just just fat shit of a security guy he's like oh thanks for your time and then he goes to shake his hand and just squeezes the life out of his yeah, hand yeah rock just crushes his hand <laughs> closes his will and he's like oh 
Yeah, you're going to give us access to your cameras for 24-7. Dude's like, okay. And you're not going to have any more maintenance. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Nice doing business with you. And then they fucking leave. So then Brian is heading back to the United States as a prisoner. Yeah, he goes to L.A. <clears throat> he's got a new name. And he's with this uh, uh, FBI agent that he used to work with that really didn't like and. Every time they get together, he kind of just ends up beating up this guy yeah. for the rest of the job. So, yeah, in order for him to get close to Braga, he literally has to, like, beat up this his FBI agent. Well, yeah, because Braga's in, uh, in what is it, solitary confinement? Yeah, something like that. Um, so, but he's only in Gen Pop, so to get into solitary, he has to beat the crap out of a couple yep. of cops. So, but he has 24 hours to find something out about Braga. Braga. So we go back. To London, Tej has modded out this sweet ass harpoon gun that the mechanic was working on, um, and then Brian meets with Braga, and they kind of talk to him. They re-show Letty's death scene, um, which I know you hadn't seen before. Yeah, from Fast Four. Totally ruined Part Four for me. I'm never gonna watch it now. There, there's still there's well, <laughs> trust me, there's plenty of other good fights in that. Um, this dude that was supposed to kill Letty didn't shoot her. He shot this car, and this car exploded. And I, I didn't understand why he did that. It's like, maybe just blow her up a little. Right, yeah. But instead of blowing her up, he, like, shoots her off the side of this hill. Um, she survived. Shaw ended up finding her in the hospital and referred to her as a blank slate. Yeah. She had no idea what happened. Because she had amnesia. This is the most soap opera-y thing yeah. that, like, ever happened. Cheesy. Um... Brian ends up getting in a fight with Braga and some other prisoners. Oh, that was a fun sighting. Yeah. Brian kicks their ass into a yeah. jail cell and then ends up telling Shaw, how, how do we get to Shaw? Or, yeah, Tell him, Braga. Yeah, Braga. How, how the hell do we get to Shaw? And Braga's like, the only way you get close to Shaw is if he wants you to. And then that's about all he says. But Brian does get to stab him, which I yep, thought. Yeah, stabs him in the fucking leg, which is nice. I looked away for a split second. I heard a stab noise and I turned back and... Yeah. And we go back to London. <laughs> we go back to London, and here's something that everybody in this franchise has been waiting for. Yeah. A fucking street An race. Actual fucking a race. Fucking race. And the opening scene is I have it written down: house music and sluts. Oh yeah. So like, there's a DJ oh. and a bunch of scantily dressed women. It's, it's funny because when that scene was happening and Dom was pulling up, I was like, oh, this is just gonna be like five, where he's gonna race some fucking oh. random. No, then Letty shows up. Yep. So. Letty shows up. Dom and Letty have a drag race. Um, uh, Dom literally says to it her... It was a good race. It was a good race. Oh, Dom, Dom's trying to jostle her memory. He literally says, ride or die, remember? Yeah. Which is from the original ones. That was their creed, basically. Yeah. Ride or die. Um, here's another thing, though. In any other like street racing movie, and they have a race, they usually have like a little GPS with coordinates, or there's people with fucking flags or smoke or whatever. How the fuck do they know where they're going I'm in this race? they... <laughs> We're told. They don't have a map. They're just, like, driving through the streets of London, and they're like, oh, see that crosswalk up there? That's going to be the finish. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, so I'm not going to win. Yeah, it was... There's, there's no way they knew where they were racing. But Dom wins, um, and Dom let you share a moment, share a moment, kind of tells her how he knows her and all this stuff, whatever. Yeah, um, points out her scars and tells her how she got them. Yep. Gives her his chain back that he has. Um, she leaves, and then Shaw shows up. Yeah. And then kind of tells Dom, you know, you should walk away. And he's like, I'll walk away when she walks away. Uh, Dom says, uh, don't threaten a man's family. 
And then, uh... I just like saying that, honestly. Yeah. And all of a sudden you see this red dot appear on Don's chest. Yeah. And then a red dot appear on Shaw's chest. Yeah. And it's The Rock from a ways away with the fucking gun, obviously. You're after this guy, right? Just shoot him. Take the fucking shot. Yeah, He's finish right it off. There. And boom, game over. You're but then Don the dies. Rest of his team is going to be is the criminal mastermind that he is. Not a fucking chance. Take the fucking shot. The movie could have been over right there. Which yeah. I'm so glad it wasn't, though. Uh, Brian comes back from the States. Uh, Riley and Hobbs go to catch Shaw, but he's gone. Uh, he took off to a military base in Spain. And there's nothing to find in their uh, place that they're looking, but there's always something to find. Yep. So that's when uh, the rock, like, scrapes the paint off the ground and finds out it's a special shade of, like, NATO paint that only goes to one base in one place. How is that? That's not even a thing, but... Oh, no, dude, it's totally a thing. Every single one has a different shade. Of so... Color. Yeah, so they all go to this military base in Spain. The Rock can get in there. He's got clearance, whatever. And he makes a wrestling reference. I don't know if you realized it. Uh, I know. I, I hope you watch enough wrestling to actually get it. I actually think I did recognize this, and I didn't know where I knew it from. He said, "He's like, if I want, if I, if Shaw comes in here, I want it walls of Jericho right down like the walls of Jericho." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah!" I knew All that right. was something too. Yeah. I was like, "That sounds really familiar." Yeah, that's the finishing move of one of. Rock's former rivals in wrestling, I guess, if you want to say, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Um, anyways, the team's flying to this base. Um, they figure out on their way that Shaw's not hitting this base. He's hitting the convoy. No, he made it way too easy for yeah. his dude to get caught cutting security at the base and all this shit. So. Right. So there's this convoy on a highway. It's this big like transport vehicle and a couple uh, escorts. Um, Shaw attacks it. Here comes the crew. They're on a bridge up ahead. Whatever. Yeah. They get into this big convoy truck. The Brian and Co. crash the truck. But what comes busting out of inside the truck? Did they crash the truck? I thought his team crashed. The B crew. Oh, yeah. Is the they go, B- like, set up this huge industrial fucking wire across the thing, yeah. which stopped the, like, actual, like, trailer or cab of the truck. And then what busts through the rest of the truck... <laughs> Is a fucking tank. It's a huge fucking tank. That insider, Shaw, this Asian guy, and Letty. Um, Han and Giselle are racing up on bikes. Giselle jumps on one of the guy's car. Han saves her. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. There's just... I, I'm, I'm just trying to highlight some of the big things. These, <laughs> these action sequences yeah, this, are so... So much goes on in there that they're so this awesome. This like... You know, this feels like the big one at this point. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is oh, shit's going this, down fucking right They're going to catch him. This is where it's going to end. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. Um, Shaw starts blasting at Dom and Brian. They're racing up in these cars. Um, and I noticed they're all communicating with each other, right? Brian, Dom, yeah. Roman. With all this fucking high-tech, government-esque equipment, why don't they have, like, anything other than crappy walkie-talkies? Like, the, the, B, the B crew has these, like, Bluetooth headsets that, you know, they hands-free. Yeah. But Brian and Dom and Roman all, and Ludacris all have to use these fucking old big-ass <laughs> But they have the government backing them, basically. <laughs> Why did Dom pull his own fucking bullet out? Cause, same thing. Like, we want fucking Radio Shack walkie-talkies. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need fucking Bluetooth. So they're still chasing this tank. Roman gets in front. He ends up getting hit. Oh, God, that was I don't, the I don't, slowest 
fucking car crush scene ever. I don't know how he doesn't get crushed instantly. Yeah. They're literally crushing all these other cars, but nope. This is just one we can't crush right away. Yeah, suddenly a magic car that doesn't crush. Oh, it does crush, but only inch by inch. Yep, inch by inch, and just in time for Brian to save him. Brian saves Roman. And then the car crushes. The car crushes, but it's being drugged. Yeah, he's on a cable on it. Roman hooked it up to the thing or whatever. So, yeah, they're on this huge bridge now, and Shaw's like, let me go cut that car loose. And Brian's like, ooh, the car would make a great anchor. Let's knock it off the bridge. Yeah. Um, Good idea, actually, but... yeah. They kick it over the side of the bridge, and Dom sees Letty, like, ghost ride in the tank, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a funny story with me in this scene. Um, they anchor, they use the car to anchor the tank, so the tank kind of stops. Letty goes fucking flying. Yep. Dom intentionally crashes his car, so he goes flying. While standing on the roof of it, yeah. Catches Letty in midair, and then crashes into this other, you know, bystander vehicle. Yeah. But the funny story, when I saw this in theaters, it's just action music up to this point. And then when fucking Dom catches her, it kind of goes silent. And I was in a packed theater. And I'm just like, yeah, right. Yeah, fucking (laughs) right. Bullshit. And then everybody in the fucking theater starts laughing. And I was like, I feel like a jackass now. But whatever. It was really fucking cool. CGI'd. Um. That was a, a real tank. They did a lot of practical stunts there. Yeah. There's no CGI with that. Yeah. Which props to Justin Lin for fighting for that. Um, That's something worth fighting for. But yeah, so now the crew has Letty back. Brian apologizes to her, saying, I'm so sorry that all this happened. This was my fault, whatever. Um, the Rock comes in with Shaw. Yeah. He's like, you got to hear oh, this, Toretto. We got this. And then Shaw's like, oh, you guys think you've won. You think this is over? <laughs> no, not a fucking chance. It's because Shaw had Mia kidnapped. Yeah, he sent his goons after her. So I'm like, oh, shit just got real. Like, really real. They messed with family. You can't vote with them. You can't vote with family. <laughs> so The Rock literally orders the military to let him go. Otherwise, they're going to kill Mia. And the one guy's like, nonsense. We are not letting one man go for one civilian. Yeah. And The Rock, like, pulled out his gun. He's like, yeah, you fucking are. Yeah. Which pretty much treason. Yeah, you know? right there. But at that oh, point, whatever. at that point, Rock's like, if we let him go, you realize all your pardons and shit are gone. Yeah. Like, it's family. You don't fucking care. Um, and it's also at this point, Riley. And we find out that the Rock's second in command is actually a mole. Yep. She's been working with Shaw. And you're like, oh, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so they kind of get away. The, the Shaw and the Riley leave. And they're like, no, there's no way they're getting away this easy. Not a fucking chance. No. Um, they have Mia on this plane. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tez jams these signals in the area so Which, they can't kill Mia. This whole part, like, confused the shit out of me. Because yeah. they already had him. They could just, like, oh, you got him? I'll block all signals so you can't call anyone, and then we're going to find yeah, him. Yeah, they could have <laughs> yeah, done that before. Anyway, well. Instead, uh, they let him go, and then, okay, now we get to chase him. It'll be yep. fun. But here's, like, this super big chase scene, which is super... I'm going to try and blow through this, but it's going to be hard, but... Uh, they start chasing Shaw... Yeah, they start chasing Shaw on this airstrip. Here comes this huge fucking big-ass cargo bob-type plane. Yeah. Like, just ginormous. Um, Shaw drives on. Brian, Dom, and Letty drive on. Um, In the meantime, they hit fucking Riley, too, with the car. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yep. Just fucking don't even stop. Just, just crash right into her. Um... 
everybody's kind of got these on their own cars. They're chasing after this plane. Giselle ends up harpooning one of the wings. Hob jumps onto it. Dom and Brian are inside fighting Shaw, and there's a big motherfucker. Yeah, the Hulk. Yeah, like, <laughs> this dude's literally fucking, like, he dwarfs the rock. That's yeah. how big this fucking guy is. Um, Brian and Mia drive out with a little piss-ass Honda car. Um, just keep that in mind. Uh, they wreck one of the sweet-ass indie cars. Yeah, they do a backwards jump over a supercar. Yeah. Like <laughs> and then the supercar drives into a fucking gate. Yep. Explodes. Awesome. Um, Hobbs comes in and starts helping with the fight. Giselle and Han are slowly starting to get lifted off the ground. This plane starts trying to take off. Roman harpoons the other wing. I'm Like I said, I'm trying to highlight everything yeah. that happens here. There's so much going on. Um, Letty just fucking harpoons Riley out the door. Yeah. Awesome death. That was pretty cool, actually. He's like, bitch, and just shoots Wrong her with team, the bitch. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> blast <laughs> harpoon through her stomach. Sends her flying out the door. Sweet. Uh, the plane is still trying to live. Oh, that out. was right before they had the tag team takedown, too, where uh, Rock and fucking Vin take down the Hulk dude. Hulk and Shaw, yeah. Yeah. The plane is trying to lift off, but they've got these two cars harpooning it down. Dude, you totally skipped over the flying headbutt, too. Did I? Yeah. Okay, I thought that was coming up. Okay, no, no never mind. Yeah. The Rock, or Vin Diesel's like, well, oh, i got to do something to this guy. Yeah, Shaw's about to, like, take out fucking Brian and fucking... That's when uh, Vin decides his only course of action is to just flail himself <laughs> forward at, like, the Hulk dude. Like a fucking dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smash his headbutt him. Yeah, like Into super headbutt, yeah. Like, you can think Dom has a pretty thick skull. Yeah. So, yeah. You see it. Um, yeah, that was sweet. But, uh... Giselle is kind of, like, falling off this car. Han's, like, holding on to her, saving him. And the guy coming up from behind that's going to shoot Han, she literally lets go, pulls out her gun, and shoots this guy behind her and just falls and is gone. And Han fucking loses it. He loses it, yeah. He like, Han is... Ape shit at this point. Yeah, he's usually a calm demeanor. He just starts beating the piss out of this guy. And Which this is awesome because then he throws this dude into the fucking yep. engine of the fucking plane. That was epic. Um, but there's a little tearjerker moment there, but it yeah. gets worse. Um, it's just like night, night. Letty ends up getting off the plane. She drives off, uh, but Dom goes back for Shaw. Um, Shaw ends up falling out the back. And you're thinking, oh, finally they got Shaw. So these three cars that are attached to the plane, this fucking Jeep... This little Honda and this little Charger bring down this fucking plane as it's trying to take off. Well, yeah. Counting all the shit that was inside the plane, I mean... Yeah. There was, like, two cars alone inside the plane. <laughs> A little far-fetched. But it's just this huge, fiery inferno. Keep in mind, Dom is still inside this plane. Yeah. It just fucking crashes in this big fireball, and then Dom explodes out the fucking nose of this plane. But <laughs> you gotta feel bad for the pilots at that oh, point because yeah. not only were they crashing and on fire, but then they got run over. Yeah, I was just doing my job, man. And Dom like just wrecks instantly. Um, but there's this huge fireball, and everybody's at the end. They reach the end of the runway conveniently, but this crashes. That's another thing to keep in mind. This whole this scene is like what 10, 15 minutes long. Yeah, and they're just. All on a runway. There's no way in hell there's a runway on Earth that is this long. Yeah. <laughs> there's... In, the longest one in Spain is literally only four miles long. There's no way this 
takes place on a fucking runway anywhere. But uh, they're all watching the Fireball Inferno. They're like, oh no, Dom's in there. And in typical action movie fashion, he walks through the fire and flames. <laughs> yeah. Slow motion, too. He's, yeah. He's alive. Badass. And everybody's like, oh, Dom's alive. And then Han's just like, the look of despair on his face. He's like, oh, cool. Which, this really, this Dom's really... alive, is he gonna suck my dick? No? Okay, well then I'm, you know, out of luck here, because my bitch is dead. This part really fucking pissed me off, because Giselle fell on a moving runway. Okay. You could die. There's a good possibility. Yeah. But there's no way of knowing. They never went back and checked on exactly. her. Exactly. They just assume she's fucking dead and move on with their lives. Right. It's like, oh, she fell? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Bitch gone. <laughs> it's just like, Han could care less, sad face. And then you're like, family, oh. Yeah. We lost family. Um, Dom gives Hobbs this package uh, that they needed to get the from Shaw. that they were getting. And uh, The Rock's like, name your price, Dom. And he's like... 1327. And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? It's the street address of their house back in Los Angeles. We come back to uh, the family barbecue. Which I thought they weren't going to have one this movie. Oh, they, they got always, so close to not having barbecue. It's always one of them. Um, this is where Han really talks about going to Tokyo. He's like, it's something I just got to do. Um, the Rock shows up with Elena. Um, says, you know, they're free. Here's your pardons. You're free. Um, Roman says grace. Family. Family. And, and there's credits. But wait. There's more. There's more. We uh, cut to Han in Tokyo. The scene straight out of Tokyo Drift. Which I have never seen. So. Yep. This is the scene where, spoiler alert, Han dies. What? You see this? Nice. You see this in the movie. He's drift racing and he just gets wrecked out of fucking nowhere. And he explodes, but you never see who kills him. And who kills him but the one person that this franchise has been missing this whole time? Chelios? Chev Chelios himself. Jason fucking Statham. Lily calls and says, Dominic Toretto, you don't know me, but you're about to. And then it's done. And in the theater, I was like, no, good, no fucking way, Jason Statham. And that's where it ends. Yeah. And you're just sitting there with a boner waiting for Furious 7. It's pretty much... Sitting with a boner so. waiting for Furious 7. Well, I call my dick down, <laughs> Gavin. Why don't you tell me what you thought of this movie? <laughs> um, well, I definitely like this one. Um, it's filled with action. I mean, if you're looking for a good, dumb action flick, this is definitely it. Um... It's like like we were talking about earlier. The tank scene was all like practical, which was awesome. Yeah. And I guess like over a hundred cars were wrecked in the making of this mm-hmm. film, which I just love. The story is uh, here and there for me at this point. Um, it's good. I gave it. I mean, not as high as uh, Fast Five, but this is definitely a seven out of ten for me, okay. which I recommend watching. It's it's worth it. Okay. But yeah. I think I still think Fast Five is better at this point. Right. But yeah, that's all. That's all I got on this one. Alrighty, I I do agree with you. Fast Five is still a better one, but this one is still fucking amazing. Um, like I said, the tank scene, knowing that it's all practical, it's no CGI in there. Yeah, it's incredible. There's long edge of your seat action sequences. Like we breeze through them in a minute. They're, these are literally 10, 15 minute action sequences that are just like you're in green. 
Like, if you got to piss, you're going to sit there and hold it because you don't want to miss any of this. Um, there's a good mix of humor in this one, too. Roman and if Roman and fucking Ludacris, you know, Tyrese and Ludacris need their own fucking buddy movie because their banner is kind of consistent. I mean, with Fast Five, I mean, yeah, but I mean, their banner is so good. They need a, they literally need, they did it in Too Fast, Too Furious. They did it in Fast Five. They did it in this one. Just give them their own fucking movie. I'm saying it right now. They need their own movie. Um, it just seemed a little too long for me, a li- just a little bit. Um, but yeah, I watched this in two parts actually, yeah. which kind of ruined a little bit of the ambiance yeah. for me. But but it's still credible. It's immensely entertaining. I definitely definitely recommend it. I can't give it. I did give Fast Five a ten. I can't give it a ten, but I'm gonna give it a nine nine and a half. I I gotta I gotta give it up there. This watching it, it's still like I said, this is one of my favorite movie franchises of all time. It's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's if you want entertainment. Fucking watch these movies. It's it's an action movie. If you like action, you like entertainment. Yeah. It's definite. Um, so we're gonna jump into a couple facts here about the movie. Um, as Gavin said, over a hundred cars were wrecked in the filming of this. Yeah. So that just goes to show they do a lot of practical stunts. There's not a lot of CGI in these movies, which is always good to see. Yeah. Um, funny thing in the beginning when Hobbs finds Dom, they're in the Canary Islands, which is Spanish territory. Yep. Don says, I like living here. There's no extradition. Yeah, Spain does have extradition. Technically. In the United States. So, yeah, the rock could have just took him right there. Um, and the other funny part that I found... I don't think Dom is all that smart, though. <laughs> really? He don't? I'm sure he thought there was an extradition there. Um, then there's a scene in the movie when Brian apologizes to Letty, saying, I'm sorry for getting you into this. This is my fault. This is the first time in the entire series that Brian and Letty have had a direct conversation with each other. Hmm. <laughs> and I, I had always wondered that because they're just, if you watch the other movies, you two characters that are just like, they never talk to each other. And that solidified it right there. So, um, Did you find anything else interesting while looking this up? Um, I didn't look that deep. No? No. All right, fair enough. But uh, I guess we can both say we definitely recommend this. I recommend it, yeah. So, and also stay tuned if you're gonna watch it. You know, if you're gonna watch a series at all, you might as well watch all of them, yeah. obviously. But. And if you want sheer entertainment value, you just pick it up at Fast Five. You can you can watch the first. Yeah, I don't I don't agree. I, I I'm a stickler for watching them from you know A to B. Do that too. You gotta you kinda... definitely do that too. But there's so many different characters that have been introduced from four, five, six, seven. Like you can pick it up there. And you'd be fine. Yeah. Matter of opinion, I guess. True. But, yeah, we, I, I recommend it. Dan recommends it. So, yeah. Go check it out and stay tuned for future episodes because I probably will be pulling out Fury 7. More than likely. Yeah. So, uh, with all that being said, uh, we'll take a quick break here and uh, we'll be back with part two. Besides. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Aaron once again, back with another random recommendation. Uh, today I'm going to be recommending a new book, so if you're in the fix for something new to read, I'm going to suggest checking out Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Um, this is now a movie, so we are kind of going to be looking forward to doing that in a future episode, but first I'm going to recommend the book. Uh, it's a story about a high school senior named Greg, who is just trying to make it through senior year by uh, just kind of hanging in the background, hanging out with his buddy Earl. Everything's perfect until his mom kind of forces him to hang out 
with this girl who has cancer and that kind of wrecks his life I guess so I'm about halfway through the book right now I'm thoroughly enjoying it very funny very touching um, can't wait to see how it ends and I cannot wait to check out the movie so yeah me and Earl and the dying girl check out the book and then check out the movie and stay tuned for it on a future episode and enjoy the rest of the show and welcome back to the B-Side, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, side B. <laughs> Today's B-Side is we're going to be talking about 2007's The Signal, directed by David Bruckner, Dan Bush, and Jacob Gentry. Gentry? Gentry? Yeah. I'm guessing. Starring Lisa uh, Ramsey, Justin Wellborn, and Scott Poitras. And A.J. Bowen. AJ Bowen. They yeah, don't listen. Sure. They don't listen as top build, but he was a pretty main character. So. Yeah, he was definitely a main character. Um, I'm sure you can hear it in the background. Yes, we actually do have the signal going on this whole episode. So it's a neat little uh, extra on the DVD where you can just play the signal that just keeps playing. Yeah. And making noise. You. Yeah. Kill. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is a. Uh, a movie by three different directors, so there's three different styles of movie going on here, which I thought was amazing to begin with. It's a little strange, but yeah, I didn't, I did not know this. I watched this several times before watching it this time, and maybe I will turn that down. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Just uh, the volume, at least. Okay. Yeah, and keep the imagery going. Where we can stare at it. I feel like I'm on shroom doing that. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, three different styles of movie, um, all crammed into one sexy movie. <laughs> one sexy movie, okay. <laughs> that's what I want to call it, so that's what I will. All right, um, so we kind of... You got anything to say before we start? All right. Mm, just that uh, magnet films, I'm getting really pissed off with your uh, cover art misleading. So. You judge way <laughs> too many books by their cover, sir. <laughs> That's all I want to say. That will ruin you. Magnet films, I am enjoying your films, but uh, yeah, your cover art kind of pisses me off. Ah, so. uh, okay. And, and, and the synopsis for that matter. But anyways, whatever. Wow. Let's continue. That's my opinion, Gavin, okay? All right. We'll uh, just leave that as your opinion, you yes. dick, you piece of shit. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, we open up on a really, really bad horror film. Just an actual film. Yeah, no, I... Which you can watch on the special features yeah. of the DVD called The Story of Hap Hapgood. Yeah, which was actually a winner in the 48-hour film fest. By Jacob Gentry. Yeah, yeah. which I've done a 48-hour... I've done a few 48-hour film fests nice. before. They're actually, like, a great experience if you ever get a chance to... It's, like, really intense and a lot of cramming and a lot of working oh, all yeah. in a couple what days. I understood is that you have to literally shoot, make, edit, film, write... Yeah, every, 48 hours. Literally everything. Like, Which I have a feeling that's what ICP did with Death Racers. No. That's how it turned God, out. God, no. Don't say that. <laughs> that's giving credit to... Well, that's saying they actually put work into that. <laughs> that was like... Oh, I'm yeah. saying they didn't. I'm saying they got what they got after 48 hours. And we're like, yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, I don't even think they put that much effort into it. They but, shot... Dude, literally, like, they reused so many shots. God, we're not, here, we're not here to talk about no, that. No, we're game. not. God, that abortion just stuck <laughs> in my brain. Yeah, so uh, we open on a really bad horror flick, which is uh, a guy in the woods essentially killing chicks. Yep. <laughs> killing them. Yeah, 
and one kind of escapes and goes to get the keys and then the movie just starts weirdly glitching out into into the signal which is uh yeah what i'm transfixed on right now yeah which is engulfing my mind and giving me thoughts back to the podcast (laughs) we see a guy uh wake up in the bed uh one of our main characters ben he kind of shuts the tv off goes back lays down he's got a chick with him yeah uh maya maya yeah um he's like oh it's it's 1 a.m she's like shit I gotta go. She's gonna get home because her husband's waiting yes. for her. Oh, she's cheating on her husband. What a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. But if she tries to call him, her cell phone's out. Tries to use Ben's house phone. Yeah. That's out too. Yeah, none of it's none of the phones are working. He wants Ben wants her to stay. He's like, let's just fucking run away. Yeah. Why do you have to go home to? Like, let's just fucking go. Yeah. Let's just, you know, hop on a train be somewhere and you know start a new life somewhere different just get out of here and she's like no i gotta gotta go home yep sucks then begins transmission one yeah he gives her a mix cd first yep to listen to which kind of plays a part in the rest of the story sweet ass walkman yeah like straight up out of the 90s oh yeah cd player which i still use it's kind of sad. <laughs> Sorry, my car is old and I don't have a CD player in the dashboard. I don't have an auxiliary cable. <laughs> I do. I use a CD player with the little cassette that pops into the cassette player. Wow. That's... Yeah. Kicking it old school. Burker, burker. What? Call it what you will. <laughs> so, yeah, transmission one, crazy in love. And they show her walking out to the garage. Walking into the parking garage, parking garage yeah, to go get her car. When she kind of uh, hears some guy in the corner. Making noises. He's like, oh, help. I'm not going to hurt you. I've been cut or whatever. And he's like, I need help. Come on, get me to a hospital. And she... She's going to go help him. Yeah. But then this other guy... In the distance. Kind of starts pacing towards her. And she's like, fuck this. Yeah, not running. Not dashing. Just Just kind of slowly walking. Creepily, yeah. Methodically. She gets in her car and fucking books the hell out of there. Yeah. Yeah. She gets home. She lives in these apartment complex. Um, goes in to see her. It's husband. two in the morning at this time, and everyone's acting. Yeah, it wild. doesn't look like it's two in the morning because yeah. the hallways are really well lit. And people, well, <laughs> have you ever lived in an apartment complex? Yeah, they're always well lit. Yeah, it, it seemed like it was midday. It's That's just the there's more people, and there should be at two in the morning. It's right. like there's a party going on or something. So, uh, she goes home and sees her husband. Um, Lewis. Lewis. He talks to her. He's really suspicious of her. Really, really controlling. Yeah. I can see why she's cheating on him. But yeah. Because really, cheating is bad. Um, but yeah, I can see definitely that the marriage is not solid. Yeah. Um, the TV is the, out there, too. And he's got a couple of his buddies over there. Uh, Rod and some other guy. Uh, which I think they said his name. Like, oh, man, the TV's out. We were trying to watch the game. What fucking game are you watching at 2 in the morning? I don't know. That's what I... That's not like... Wait, what fucking time is it? I thought it was like 2 in the morning. What? Are you trying to watch the fucking handball game from Taiwan at 2 in the morning or something? I don't... I, I didn't... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Lewis is like, go take a shower. 
and he's like really demanding her to go take a shower. Um, well, yeah, he's kind of like super controlling and yeah. seemingly abusive. Yeah. He's getting pissed off at his one buddy because he won't stop swinging the bat. Yeah. And he ends up taking the bat from him and beating him with it. Yeah. Like, Mia goes to, or Maya goes to take a shower. Here's the thunk. Comes out and finds Lewis literally beating his buddy with a baseball bat. Yeah, this this point, like, shit kind of goes crazy, like, right off the bat. Yeah. This is, like, even a couple minutes in, and shit's, like, just right. going bananas at this point. Murder! Yeah. It's like, Lewis is, like, being, like, just go take a shower, Maya. It's going to be fine. And then he, like, you know, is fighting with his other buddy, Rob. Rod. Rod, yeah. Who's, like, trying to hold him back because he just crushed the skull of his other friend. <laughs> yeah. So Maya kind of gets out of there. She goes right across the hall to her friend's house, friend's apartment, where this other creepy guy in the hallway sees him slice a girl's throat, basically. Yeah, she's pounding on the door, and, like, dude walks up with a... One of the hedge trimmers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. fucking, like, just slices the neck of someone and, like, yeah. stares at them as they fucking fall to the ground yep. and are bleeding out. So she pounds on the door of her neighbor. Her neighbor eventually lets her in. Yep. And she's like, we gotta, sh- you know, shut the fucking door. There's someone coming. Shut the fucking door. We're having so, trouble. And then, like, like That's, what are you talking about? And she doesn't shut the door. And so. the neighbor's, like, trying to choke her out at this point, too. I don't is know if you noticed it. Yeah, she's, like, really. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now and, like, right. trying to, like, cover her mouth and smother her. Yeah. And then, uh, dude with the hedge clippers just fucking stabs his yeah, chick in the back. Stabs her in the back. And, uh, he's about to come to Maya. And then he's just like, here's something down the hall. Kind of holds out a finger. He's like, <laughs> he's like shh, shh. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. And just kind of looks down the hall. And she, like, just quietly shuts the door and locks herself in there. Yeah. Kind of safe for a little while, at least. Um, she wakes up in the morning and goes back to her house. Yeah, she hides out until morning and then wakes up and, uh, or not really wakes up, just kind of gets up. Yeah. It's daylight at this point. And... This is where I wrote down, uh, there's a lot of landlines for 2007. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> she totally, like, picks up the phone to see if, uh, you know, she can make a call. Yep. And it goes straight to the signal again. You hear that noise. She goes into her apartment and sees, uh, Lewis, her husband, taped to a chair. Yeah. Well, she goes into the room, like, grabs all her shit, and she's, like, ready to dip. She's like, I'm out. Yeah. Peace. Heads out, and as she's heading out, she sees Lewis, like, taped to a fucking chair. Yeah. Like, all hardcore. And then she leaves. She just kind of leaves him there. There's dead people everywhere. He's freaking out, too. He's like, you know, untie me. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just kind of puts on her headphones, puts in that mix CD that she got from Ben, and fucking walks out. Um, she's walking through the hallway. There's just dead people all over the hallway. Just littered with bodies. And uh, she walks past the utility closet, gets fucking grabbed by a hand and yanked, yanked in. in. And that's when Ben shows up at her house. Yeah. Just Mr. Dude. Sorry. A couple seconds off. Yep. Uh, we find out that it was Rod who grabbed her from the closet. Yeah. Um, he ties her up, makes sure that he knows she knows that he's okay. He's sane, at least. Or yeah, he wants to know if she got the crazy in her head. Yeah. That's how he explains it. Yep. He kind of tells her how shit's crazy, murdering everybody. Yeah, he gives a rundown of what's gone on at this point, where he says, you know, every other person in the world went crazy and just started killing each other. And he went, you know, upstairs to see what was going on, and 
you know, the whole world's just falling to shit. And then he got nailed in the head with a hammer, and he turned around and killed the dude who hit him and found out that that dude wasn't fucking crazy. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, everybody's kind of killing everybody at this point. So, uh, they decide they kind of want to leave, right? Yeah. Maya's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Let's we'll go. go outside, hop in my car, take off. And he's like, okay, let's do that. Let's do yeah. it. By the like, way, he had a badass little weapon he made. Oh, yeah. He took, like, a fucking candlestick and just, like... Taped a bunch of kitchen knives yeah, to it. filled it with knives and then duct taped it all around. Yeah. He's talking about how he, like uh... Mace, basically. Yeah. He's yeah. talking about how he, uh, taped up 12 people over the night just to, you know, keep them safe or get right. stopped from being crazy. And, like, by morning, all of them were dead, except for Lewis. I wonder if he killed him. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Under your interpretation, I guess. He doesn't really seem like he's right. totally gone, but kind of sounds like he's gone. Because, yeah, they go out into the street, and there's, like, some lady cop who's like, wait, wait. Yeah, she yells out some name. That's none of their names. Right. And he's like, do you got the crazy in your head? And she kind of shoots him. Yeah, pulls out a gun. And... Right in the gut. Um, yeah, which, you know, the best response to getting shot in the gut you fucking bitch. Yeah, you run you up full barrel. Fucking crazy bitch. Yeah, and he runs up to her and beats her to death with his little knifey mace yeah. thing. At this and point, Maya hops in her car. And I'm out. She's getting ready to take off. But Rod's like, no, wait, wait. Let's go. Hey, wait for me. And he gets in. He's bleeding out his fucking gut. He's trying to use the duct tape to tape himself <laughs> up. Yeah, because that's going to work. Um, but right as they pull away, Ben comes tumbling out of the apartment. And you're yeah. like, oh, Mr. Just Again. Darn it, dude. Oh, well. So they're heading towards uh, Terminal 13. That's where Ben had kind of told her that's where we should meet up and we should just yeah. fucking leave. So Let's that's where she wants 13, to go. Hop on the first train and fucking go. Yep. Um, Rod starts to kind of go a little crazy in the car a little bit. Yeah. This is uh this part gets pretty dark real quick. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, trying to blame him getting shot on Maya. Yeah. So he just starts punching her. Oh yeah, just whacks her in the fucking head a couple, <laughs> a couple times. times. So uh she's all buckled in, so she's like, Fuck it. Fuck you. Speeds into a fucking garbage can. Or a dumpster, I thought. That was one of those uh elect- electrical boxes. I thought it was a dumpster. But yeah. it's just a big metal yeah. object. Just crashes it. Which you kinda think killing rod he's just yeah. kind of laying lifeless on the on the dash um but he's not really dead yet but uh she gets out throws on her headphones starts walking yeah while well, she runs into uh clark, clark. first she, she meets clark he's like you know what's are you okay you need help you want to come in and she's like no i'm going to terminal 13 leave me the fuck alone yep puts on the mix cd and walks off and uh she walks off, we find out that Lewis has captured Ben. Yeah, he got free somehow. And in the back of the truck, he's got Ben. Yep. And we begin Transmission 2. Which is the next director. Which is, what was the name of that? Uh, the Jealousy Monster. Jealousy Monster. <laughs> and this one's a dark comedy. Yes. This one kind of lightens the mood a little bit. But, uh, you can call it that. A little bit. We uh, come in on this couple, Anna and Ken. They're preparing for a New Year's party. It's uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Day. Um, but they're like just. Ken's know. already dead. Not yet. No, he's dead at this point. 
Is he? When they open up on the first scene, it's oh, and they open sitting up, yeah. across the table from him, and he's fucking dead. She's talking to him like a yeah. crazy person. And uh, then we cut back to see how they got there. He uh, saw the signal and kind of went crazy and was choking her. Yeah. So she... She was using uh, the pump to blow up balloons, yeah. which is fucking awesome. And <laughs> he starts choking her, and she's like, you know, what the fuck? And then eventually just stabs him in the fucking neck. And then just pounds down on the plunger. <laughs> blood yeah. everywhere. Yeah. This this part of the movie got really bloody. Yeah. Um, and this is when Clark uh, lives this is kind of nearby. Yeah, Clark is their landlord. Yeah. yeah. He uh, runs out to the car and tries to save Rod. Um, brings him back into his room. Ends up decapitating him. Yeah, because... shovel. Rod's still alive and yeah. he's freaking out. Yeah. So... Clark just swings a shovel and slices his fucking head off. Yeah, takes his dome right clear off. So then uh, Lewis shows up at Anna's house. I have. Or is Clark there already? Well, Clark shows up at, before this. Yeah, Clark yeah. shows up before this. And he's like, you know, I need to get my hatchet back, and I can I borrow some trash bags from you? Because he's, he's about to chop off Rod. So <laughs> in, you know. I'm serious. Yeah. And that's when Lewis shows up. Lewis is like, uh, pest control. Because he is. That was his job. Um, and it's like, I don't think we have any bugs. Well, no, it's rats. Your husband called about it? Um, Lewis, she lets Lewis in. Lewis instantly thinks Anna is Maya. Yeah, because he's seeing shit all hardcore. Yeah, he's all over the place. Hallucinating hard. Yeah. And then Lewis sees Ken, and then he sees Rod. Well, what? No. No? What is this? He it's sees... Upstairs. Right, he Different sees Ken, but then sees... Rod as Ken. Well, first of all, he sees Anna as Maya right. and Lewis, so he sprays Lewis or Clark. Clark. Yeah. With poison. Yeah. Which is fucked up right there. He's fucking kind of lost it, but still keeping it together, if that makes any sense. Lewis. Uh, Lewis? Lewis? Yeah. Kind of. He's losing it, but still somewhat there. Kind of. Everyone's kind of losing Yeah. But that's when they show each other all the dead bodies. Yeah. Where she says, like, okay, yeah, I killed my husband. He's like, yeah, Rod came, you know, tried to help this guy, and I end up having to kill him. And then he shows that he has Ben tied up. Um, And that's when we flash back to show Ben meeting Lewis. Okay. And then we kind of see... They had a little fight. Yeah. Because Ben kind of cuts Lewis free. Yeah. But then Ben sees Maya out the window, so he goes to try and chase her, and then Lewis is like, fuck... Yeah, well, Lewis is crazy, so... Yeah, Lewis captures him. He's like, you're the one, aren't you? Yeah. Because he kind of knows that Maya's cheating on him. Duh. Um, We go back to Anna. She's still trying to entertain. She was preparing for a party, so she's like, what if more guests arrive? Oh, we totally skipped past the chainsaw gag, though. (laughs) When uh, they're showing Ben inside the back of the van, you see one person run by... And then another person runs oh, by. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chainsaw. Yeah. He's running with a chainsaw. Chainsaw. There's a lot of, like, little gags. Little gags. Yeah, because at one point there's a guy that runs by a window on fire, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just completely in flames. Yeah, so Anna's still trying to entertain, and the doorbell rings again, and it's their, like, friend Laura that they know. And uh, Laura comes rushing in the house. She's about to hug Anna, and then Lewis just bashes her in the fucking head with his pesticide tank. Yeah, and then proceeds to, like, crush Stop. her skull. Yeah. And uh, 
Lori doesn't die easy. No, no, she like, doesn't. They have to stop her like two or three more times because her legs just keep moving. Um, well, yeah, because Clark takes uh, Anna back into the back room yeah, to well, like get her to calm down. Yeah, because her friend just got her head crushed. In her well, room. no, Anna goes back to lay down, and then Clark goes to check on her because Anna thinks she's dancing. No, he brings her. No, that's later. Okay. Because Clark brings her in back, and there's oh, her, yeah, the right. body of her husband, Ken, is laying there, so he pushes that off the bed. Right, right, right. And okay. then, you know. Kind of calms her down a little yeah. bit. And then Clark ends up going back out into the living room right. with dead Laura and Lewis, who is staring into the signal. Yeah. And then the doorbell door. rings again. Right? That's what I have. Keep jumping. Not really. That's what I have. I have Laura well, doesn't die easy. Well, Clark that's... finishes her off, yeah. Right. And then the doorbell rings. Yeah. And then it's this uh, this totally yep. clean cut guy. Yeah. Like he has like almost like no idea that anything's going on. No, he doesn't have an idea that anything's yeah. going on. But it's Jim Parsons. They literally refer to him. Hey, it's Jim Parsons. Ooh, I just found that funny because that's the actor who plays Sheldon Cooper on The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. His name is Jim Parsons. I found that funny. He's a real person. Yeah. That is prominently known, so it's kind of funny that that's his name. But I don't think that show is out by this time. 2007? It might have been. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a couple yeah, seasons. Yeah, anyway. it's in infancy, so yeah. yeah. Kind of funny. Yeah. So Jim is uh, pretty much like a party. Yeah. Like, literally says, what, I want to grab a slut and pee in her butt. Yeah. <laughs> And midnight, I don't care what's going on. I'm just going to grab a slut and pee in her butt. Yep. So then <laughs> Clark and Lewis are trying to figure out what what are they going to do if they let him in. Well, he's already in at this point. Well they, were, well, they were talking about bashing his skull in before letting him in the door, right? Yeah. yeah. So they obviously didn't do that because they're like, he's fucking fine. Because Clark knows who he is. He's like, right. this Jim. Jim, he lives, you know. Yeah. He lives just down the street. He's yeah. a good guy, whatever. But they come in, and Jim makes a Lewis and Clark joke. Yeah. And up until that point, I didn't even fucking make the connection. Yeah, me either. Nope. I was like, like oh. oh, my God, how did I not fucking notice this? Ooh, Lewis, Clark, where's that Kajuia? Yeah. Which, then he's like, oh, yeah, I totally fucking Indian girl. Yeah. <laughs> dude, this dude needs to get fucking laid. Like, way too much. Yeah. So then we go back into the bedroom. And this is when Anna starts yeah. tripping balls. She kind of lays down in bed. Yeah. Starts hearing music, right? Or, I don't know. If she maybe. Yeah. Sure. No, but she all just, I know is Ken gets up at this point. Yeah. Ken, who has been dead for like the last ten minutes. Yeah. Starts dancing with her. And not really. She's imagining that she's dancing with him because Clark comes back and sees her. Yeah. Clark heads back to go check on her, and then they cut back to out in the living room where Jim is talking to Lewis. Yeah. And Lewis is kind of freaking out at this point because mm-hmm. they they do this nice little shot where they kind of like get a real. There's a lot of really nice close-up shots in this movie. Mm-hmm. This is one of them where they get real close to Lewis, kind of like you know, holding his eyes and fucking freaking out. And, right. And they kind of block out where Jim is, and then they go back, and Jim's not Jim anymore. He's Ben. Right. And he's like, you know, your wife doesn't want you anymore. Fucking. What the fuck did you say? <laughs> yeah. And he kind of snaps back to it, and then it's back to being Jim. Yeah. So, yeah, they did that quite a bit, and it was really nice. The really nice cuts. Um, 
But yeah, Jim just needs to get fucking laid. Yeah, and he's just a little scrawny guy. Like, yeah, really creepy. But Clark goes back to check on Anna, and she's literally like slow dancing with herself. Yeah. So he just kind of hops in and takes the place of what Ken should be. Well, she kind of walks up, dances up to him, and like grabs him and like oh. brings him into the dance. So they're dancing in the bedroom. Because she thinks he's Ken now. Yeah. And then, uh, like we said, Lewis starts to envision Ben being Jim, taunting him. So he starts beating the piss out of Jim. Yeah. Um, then he kind of sees Clark and Anna dancing. Yeah, and that's when he, uh, he drags thinks, Clark out, right? Yeah, because he thinks Anna is Maya. Yeah. Um, Everybody's seen people they shouldn't be seeing. Right. So then Lewis ties Clark up and then starts questioning Anna. Yeah, he uh, stabs both of his arms, too. Yeah, he keeps <laughs> him in the chair. Yeah, stabs him in the chair, that's right, yeah. It's pretty fucking dark. He keeps wanting to know where Maya is. Um, yeah. Anna goes and hides under the bed. And then, you know, fucking Lewis ends up finding her and dragging her out yep. to where he has Clark already, you know, stabbed into a chair. <laughs> Which, this is the f- most fucked up part, because he's all like, hey, hey, look at me, look at me. And then she looks at him, and then he sprays her. Sprays her, yep, sprays her with the poison. Her eyes, like, get swelled and scabbed shut. Oh, um, super. And then at, at one point, just, like, opens her mouth and just sprays it in her mouth. And, yeah, he takes her out eventually. Yeah, pretty much kills her. Um, it's like it's time to go home. And Yeah. So Lewis takes Clark in front of the TV and makes him watch the signal. Kind of tricks... Clark's mind into telling him where Maya is. Yeah. Now she went to Terminal 13. Which is lucky for... Yeah, it was lucky, I guess. Clark he could have just been bullshitting. Yeah, Clark didn't know these people knew where she went. Right. And as she soon... Because she right outside their whole building. Yeah, they so. saw everything pretty much. Yeah. But as soon as he tells him where Maya is, Ben shows up and KOs Yeah, knocks Lewis. fucking Lewis out. And we begin transmission three. Escape from Terminus. Which we kind of flash back to Ben in the truck, and then we kind of show how he got there. Yep. How uh, Lewis kind of beat him with a bat. Yeah. As, as he was watching Maya leave. Yeah, because well, Maya was long gone, and yeah. Lewis just kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like he's scabbed on the side of the head, yeah. bloody as fuck. Yeah, but Took still. Took a whole swing at the face with that baseball. Oh, that was too. sweet. Like he's. Yeah. Hanging onto the side of the van with his bloody hand and just, yeah, like, <laughs> out of the was, park, yeah. That was uh, bad. <laughs> ben kind of imagines killing Lewis with this pesticide tank. Yeah. Like, it, a really nice practical gore scene. Oh, my God. The head I crush, think, eventually. I, they bash his head a few times, but then it goes and, to the crush, which is just, ugh. Yeah, it, like, head just splits. But uh, he thought of Maya, and that kind of prevented him from doing that. So, um Ben is just kind of talking to Clark. Yeah, freeze him. Yep. Lewis wakes up. Ben chases Clark. Lewis chases Ben. Um, ben follows Clark down into the room where he had killed Rod. Yeah, which is Clark's house, I guess. Or... Yeah, his creepy, like, murder room, kind of. Yeah. It's like a tool room, I guess. Garage, like, yeah. maintenance room type place. Um. He's like, oh, where's Maya? And he's trying to get the information. Same information Lewis was trying to get out of Clark. He's, Ben's trying to get out of Clark, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but Clark's all kinds of fucked up in the head right now. So watch the signal. So he thinks he's gonna reanimate Rod's head. Yeah, he's like, I know how to get the information. You know, he starts talking random science dribble. Yeah, which doesn't work. No, <laughs> and he takes Rod's decapitated head, puts it in a vice, and then like puts two screws in it, and then hooks up like a jumper cables yep. to like a drip charge battery. <laughs> and because that's how you you know. Yeah, it's a reanimated dead, decapitated head, which Rod wakes up. Yeah, and, and starts talking. You go to smoke. He wants a cigarette. I'll tell you where she went for a smoke. So uh, they get a smoke and they give it to him, and he, Rod kind of tells him, "Yeah, she went to Terminal 13." And then Ben's like, "Yo, you realize you're talking to a fucking decapitated yeah. head?" And he kind of comes to and looks over, and it's. Just a decapitated yeah. head with two screws drilled in the head with electrodes on it. So, yeah. Clark's kind of losing his shit now, too. Yeah. So, Ben, this is where Ben kind of explains, you know. Yeah. How there's the noise that's the real world, and you got to look past everything else to find that. So you can kind of, like, block out this signal. Yeah. Because he, he sit, sat through the signal. Yeah, kind of talks about how, you know, he watched it all night until day broke and then realized that it's a trick. It's a trick. And you can see past it if you, you know, concentrate. Right. Um, Lewis has been banging on the door trying to get in, and now he says he found a sledgehammer. Yeah, I love that. Just so nonchalant about, hey, Clark, I uh, found your sledgehammer out here. <laughs> so I'm going gonna... I'm, I'm gonna to use it. Yeah. And he busts the fucking door in. And he tries to go for the handle, and they kind of grab his arm and just, like, literally drill it to the wall. Yeah. They take two screws and drill it into Clark the wall. runs up and just... Straighten his arm into the wall. Which is pretty sweet. Um, but Lewis kind of just rips his arm off the wall. Yeah, that had to fucking hurt. And uh, Ben and Clark kind of rush out and escape at this point. Yeah. They're uh, driving to Terminal 13. And Clark's kind of discussing the signal of all this sciencey crap and shit. Yeah, I don't think he knows as much as he thinks. He no, does. I don't think so either. But uh, he puts tinfoil on his head and whatever. But they run out of gas. Um, but lucky, luckily for them, they reach the station and they're kind of wandering through it. Lost, still a bunch of dead bodies. They kind of walk past some black lady. Yeah, they're going up, the, going down the escalator. Oh. She's coming up at. They just kind of exchange, exchange glances. Yeah. I mean, everything's gone to shit at this point. Yeah. You know. And then uh, they find Maya, and Ben's like Maya, like reaches up, turns around, and like her face is fucking gone. Yeah. Her and she falls and pretty much skeletal and blood. Yep. So Ben kind of breaks down and just really starts fucking bawling, crying, yeah. losing his shit. And then Clark's kind of like, "Whoa, no, dude, there's nobody there. It's your." Yeah. You're just visioning it, and you look over, and Maya wasn't there. It's just a vision. Yeah, it's just kind of cracking. Yep. We're not Terminal 13's this way. We're not even there yet. Yeah. Um, they do reach it. They find Maya. She's all strapped to a wheelchair. Yep. Like, being forced to watch, like, a bunch of screens with the signal on it. She's just fucking frozen. Yeah, she was zoned. Just, like, kind of shaking, twitching. Yeah. Clark runs off to find some water, and that's when Lewis shows up. Yeah, he starts choking out Clark. No, choking out Ben. Or no, yeah, he attacks yeah, Clark first. Takes kinda. Clark back and hands Ben the water. Here you go. Yeah. And then uh, starts choking Ben in front of Maya. Maya starts 
really twitching, freaking out. I said, Lewis thinks he's talking with her. Yeah, he's having this whole conversation with Maya, and she's just sitting there. Right. <laughs> like, not saying anything. But then Ben starts to refer to Maya as his wife. Yeah, he he stares, like, all hardcore into the signal and, like, kind of lets it play off him. Right. So he's like, how the fuck are you talking about my wife like that? Yeah, he's, like, using the signal against Lewis. Yeah. Like, tricking him. Ben kind of, like, snaps and, like, convinces Lewis that he's not Lewis. That... And you kind of get a flashback to some of the scenes with Ben and Lewis together, but their roles are reversed. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck's going on here? Um, but he's literally just kind of playing with Lewis. So Lewis ends up punching one of the screens and seemingly gets just electrocuted. Yeah, eventually just busts through and fucking... Yep. And just kind of falls, and I'm assuming he died? Yeah, pretty much kills himself. Um... Ben snaps Maya out of her trance, wakes Clark up, but that's all was another vision. Well, they uh, they kind of go their split separate ways. Clark goes his own way, and they go their own way, and they what take the train and find like a clothes shop and get new clothes and fuck, fuck. and yeah, yeah, everything's happy and go lucky, and then it just cuts back to where it's not. <laughs> nope, she's still in her fucking yeah. trance. Can't snap her out of it, but. Ben puts the headphones on her and plays his mix CD, and then she closes her eyes and starts to calm. Starts to snap out of it. And then credits. Now we cut the credits, yeah. That's it. That was the signal. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. All right, my turn. Well, you never had a turn first, so... I don't know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> um... Like I said in the beginning, once again, duped by the cover. I thought this was would be a kind of a different movie. Um, I didn't expect this to just be about... Well, I expected a, a singular story about a certain group of people, but I expected them to like be fighting together against all these people that were crazy. I didn't expect what I got. It's, it's hard for me to explain it, just... From what I saw in the trailer and what I saw in the cover, I expected things to be different, not something like this. Same thing that happened with Merc Party. But I did enjoy this. Um, the, the the realness of the gore and the practical effects was, like, spot on. I think they did an amazing job with that. Um, and the acting performances from these virtually unknown actors was really, really good. Like, I almost felt like the guy who played Ben, Justin Wellborn... I feel like I know him from somewhere else. Yeah. He's he could just, definitely be a leading man in another movie. Yeah. He's he was very, very well. Um AJ Bowen was very good too as uh Lewis. And I also felt like I knew the guy who played Clark. I thought that he was from Murder Party. But I, I don't not think that so. I think yeah. not that I know. But, but uh, uh I did but didn't like the whole three style movie thing. Hmm. I like they did fit together well, but at the same time, I kind of like a movie that sticks with one type of style and not jumps over like that. Like okay. I felt like they could have done three completely different full movies in these three styles, and they would have been just as good. But um, it it worked with me, but at the same time, wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, but it is worth a good watch. So this is a pretty decent film. Um, I'm was teetering on a six, but I'm gonna give it a seven. All right. Um, I'm a bit higher on the scale. This is uh, 
the soundtrack to this I loved. But it didn't strike me. I didn't. I must not have paid much attention to it. Yeah, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. I mean, there's just I didn't. See, it just wasn't there for me. I guess. A lot of the shots were just really artistic and fun to watch. Yeah. In general, so the camera work was all beautiful. I love the different style. I love making. I don't generally look at the cover of a movie and judge it instantly. I mean, it's not that I'm judging it. It's that you look at a cover. And that's that's your initial. That's your initial. That's fine. That's it's like oh, this looks like it could be entertaining, and then you put it in, and you're like, it's not at all what I was thinking it was going to be like. That's not always a bad thing, but it's not always a good thing either. It's fine. That's your opinion. I. I don't. You know, like I said, I don't look at the cover, and I don't base right what I'm gonna. It can be anything, mm. which be open-minded. But <laughs> <laughs> so the styles were. I mean, I thought that was interesting. I've watched this movie a bunch of times, like I said, and I never knew that it was done by three directors. I never really paid attention to that. That was just kind of wacky film, you know. Yeah. But it turns out, you know, the first director is more of a visceral horror director. The second one was a dark comedy, and the third one was a apocalyptic love story. Mm. Which makes sense if you go back and watch it again. Yeah, and they all did mesh together pretty well. Yeah. I mean, the story is fluid, except, you know, it breaks up and it's kind of time jumpy, but that's fine with me. But, uh, yeah, the style of it was good. If you ask. Um, the gore was great. I love the practical effects. Uh, and honestly, I, I, I love just watching the signal. Yes, we've had it on this whole time. Yeah. It's just, just been it is kind of entrancing. Yeah. So. I actually had this, like, just on in my house for, like, two days. And straight, just, that's all I had on the TV. <laughs> but, yeah, I ended up giving this a 9 out of 10. This okay. is definitely one where, if you like this kind of movie, you'll love it. It's... We kind of reversed our ratings on these two movies. Yeah, I know. Weird. weird didn't even fucking plan that. Well, fucking weird. Last week was weird, too. We both matched our ratings. Oh, we didn't match. We had the, the mirror image. No, we, I'm pretty sure. No, I'm saying, like, you gave Furious 6 a 7, and I gave... Well, this yeah, we mirrored this time, but, like, yeah. I was talking about last week where we both had 8s. Like, oh, yeah, for... that was weird. Hmm. It's the signal. It's fucking with us. Something. It's tricking us. <laughs> But uh, there's some yeah. fun facts I found. Uh, it only took 13 days. They only shot this movie in 13 days. Yeah. So, um, relatively quick. Mm. Also, the train scenes that they filmed, did those without a permit. Yeah, which is really not something you want to do. Yeah. Post, anyways. Yeah. Um, but also, they do mention in the movie, the city that they're in is called Terminus. Um, and this movie was filmed entirely in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Which, when Atlanta, Georgia was originally founded in 1837, it was called Terminus. Yeah. Which, uh, if you watch Walking Dead, they... They're in Georgia, too, right? Yeah. I'm not caught up. Don't spoil anything. But Terminus is a place. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another uh, interesting fact is uh, the cast had actually spent, like, three days living together at a camp in order to, oh, like, yeah. flesh out their characters prior to shooting the movie. But they fucked a lot, too. Oh, I'm sure they did, do. Seems like a small crew, I'm sure. Yeah. There's a lot of... Some underlying effects with the hatred between Ben and Lewis. Yeah. They literally probably fucked Maya. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Well, you got anything else for this one? 
Um, no, I just suggest you go out and watch it. Take the time. I mean, yeah, I'll recommend it too. It's a good mind fuck. It is. It was trippy. Just like the signal is. Yeah. Can't look away from. Just staring deeply into it as it stares into me. Inaudible silence. A lot more faces than I remember. You're seeing faces? Yeah. They're there. Not what I no, there, are, there are faces there, trust me. It's a schooner. <laughs> it's not a schooner, it's a sailboat. <laughs> but yeah, so those are our movies for today. Um, before we head out here, we'll give you a little contact info. If you're enjoying the show, want to give us a shout out, suggest some ideas, talk shit to us, whatever. Ask for a recipe. Yeah. Suggest a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell Aaron he's a dick. I, because I probably am. He is. Gavin is too. So. Hey, you don't talk bad about Gavin. He's a good guy. He is, but kind of a dick. Yeah. Sometimes. What are you gonna do? <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are on Facebook. Uh, search movies for me to be or MFab podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at MFab podcast. And shoot us an email, uh, mfabpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we'll be happy to respond to you. We love hearing from you guys. Yeah, or just comment on anything. Exactly. We've been having a lot of fun. Uh, really enjoying doing this. So. And we appreciate anybody who's yes. listening. Yeah, thanks for all your support out there. Yeah. Um, Feel free to uh, go on iTunes and give us a yeah. five-star good review. Same with Stitcher, whatever you're going to do on there. Yeah, I don't know if they do things on there or not. But, I know well, we're on there, but I don't know how that works. So. But, yeah, that's the best way to get the word out about our show is to head on iTunes and you know just like, give us that five-star. Like and share, like and yeah. share. So I don't think we have anything else to add more for the day. So yeah. signing off once again, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And see you next time. On next week's episode, we get chosen for the lottery in the island. And we go on a musical journey with Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. So until next time... That's a wrap. Cut! <laughs>